the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, everyone. I'm uh, still recording from a kitchen in Indiana. However, today it's just back to you and me. Chuss is off, hopefully winning a turkey bowl game somewhere in the Pittsburgh area. Um, that's been his tradition for a while, so he's taking the day off. I hope everyone has a or had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Food yesterday was great. I hope all of you were able to catch at least one of the three games that was played yesterday. And if you weren't, we're going to talk about them a little bit. Anyway, but uh, what I really thought was beautiful yesterday about the games was all of the John Madden tributes. Having him pass away last December, this was the first Thanksgiving where John Madden wasn't alive. Um, who He's a guy who I've come to know more about in the last few years, knowing his history and everything he gave to the game. I've always known about John Madden because of the video games and just generally because he's one of the bigger names in football history. But I've come to know a lot more about him, and I hope to continue to learn about him. And seeing his old recordings and hearing Hall of Famers like Barry Sanders talk about him yesterday, it really just kind of shows how great of a guy he was and how humble he was. And that's really what I hope to be able to bring to the sport of football in a much less lesser capacity because I don't think I'm ever going to match the level that John Madden was able to give in his intelligence, in his personality, and just how great he was as a person but that all being said i hope everyone had a great time with their family and friends and if you weren't able to spend time with your family and friends i hope that you were at least able to catch some of the football games so we're going to go in order of the games that they were played starting with the detroit lions versus the buffalo bills me and chess both took the bills on this one uh, I did say I thought that there was a universe or a situation where the Lions pull this off. And for a second, I thought that we were living in that universe because the Lions were in it the entire time. They fought hard. Uh, the defense appeared to give up on the final drive, though. It was – there was like – I think it was under a minute left, but you've got Josh Allen out there, and he threw like a 30-yard pass to Stephon Diggs, put him in field goal range kept him from going to overtime but fun game I mean Jared Goff had pretty similar numbers to Josh Allen actually which is surprising 
Josh Allen went 24 for 42, 253 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Jared Goff, the Lions quarterback, had tw- went 23 for 37, 240 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. So definitely very similar numbers. Kind of shocking based on the Lion or the Bills defense. The Bills defense has been phenomenal this year. And the Lions offense has been pretty good, but definitely not a game I expected to be close, which kind of begs the question, what's going on with the Bills? Are the Bills, once again, going to come in this season and be this team we all thought was going to be Super Bowl bound or at least AFC Championship bound? And then they're going to come in and not get anywhere near that because they've been struggling the last few games and yes we've had rumors and reports that Josh Allen's playing injured but still there's a lot of questions going on they need to get that run game going with Devin Singletary a bit more in my opinion Josh Allen can't be carrying the whole team you don't want him to be carrying the whole team because that's how he gets hurt the other question is are the Lions better than we thought I mean they're not winning games, but they're also not really getting blown out of games either. It's not like we look at their record and we're like, okay, they only have four wins, bad team, but they're just not able to finish. And yesterday they didn't even have one of their best players on defense and they have the worst defense in the NFL. So it begs the question, what if the Lions were able to put together a good defense. What if they're able to build this up? Is Dan Campbell really building this culture up to be something that is competitive in the future? We have a changing of the guard happening in the NFC North with the Vikings kind of taking over now that the Packers have kind of fallen away from leading the NFC North. The Bears aren't really much competition right now. Could be a chance for the Lions to maybe... uh, build quickly build in free agency get some trades going here and uh Amon Ross St. Brown is a dog dude was insane on or yesterday he's been insane all season Amon Ross is a guy you want to build around DeAndre Swift and Williams have been phenomenal running backs so you've got the offense going you've got a decent offensive line traded away TJ Hawkinson that's okay we can get tight ends other places That's okay. That's all right. But defense is where they're really struggling. They don't have a strong defensive player other than the rookie Aiden Hutchinson. Jeff Akuda has been injured, but he's been pretty decent. He was a third overall pick in 2020. So kind of want to see what the Lions are doing. I think the Lions, though, get a worse rep than what um, they should. I think Dan Campbell is building a team that is eventually going to be very competitive in the NFC North compared to what they are now because they're not getting blown out of games they've got the grit and they've got the fight moving on cowboys giants nfc east showdown both of these teams are allegedly playoff teams i've had giants fans telling me they're super bowl bound again it's cowboys fans say that every year but Dak went 21 for 30, 261 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Giant, the Giants, um, Daniel Jones went 21 for 35, 228 yards, one touchdown, and zero interceptions. So even though Dak completed more of his passes than percentage, they completed the same amount, but 
and threw about the same amount, but um, percentage-wise, Dak did complete more. He only had nine incompletions, whereas uh, Daniel Jones had 14. So I, I will – they had kind of equal games at the quarterback position. I think where this really – this game was really controlled was on the ground because Saquon just couldn't get it going in the run game for the Giants. And as I've been saying, that's really their entire offense is Saquon Barkley. Uh, Slayton is okay, but Daniel Jones isn't a great quarterback. I don't, I'm not sure that the Giants are legit. I don't think that they're a team that if they even, if they make the playoffs, it's going to be because the NFC sucks. And if they do make the playoffs and they're not going to go very far, they're not Super Bowl bound. They first year head coach, which Brian Dable has done fantastic turning the culture around. I'll give it to Brian Dable. Phenomenal coach. But I just don't think that they're really a team that people, that these legit teams that are going to make the playoffs are going to be super worried about. I don't really see how people are saying the Giants are better than the 49ers. And uh, I've seen that. I've seen people ranking the Giants higher than the 49ers. And I, I don't get it. I think the 49ers are a far better team. Um, I'm, I'm not in on the Giants at all as far as, the playoffs go. I'm more in on the Cowboys out of the East. I'm more in on the Cowboys. I think than I am the Eagles or the giants just because the Eagles, we've had some question marks pop up another very talented team, but it's a weather they can make the long run giants. I think Saquon's your entire offense. So if Saquon isn't able to get going in a game, you're going to lose just like last night. Okay. Moving on from bashing the giants. Patriots Vikings. I took <laughs> I took the Patriots. And I took the Patriots because Kirk Cousins does not do well in primetime usually. And I was wrong. Kirk Cousins heard that. He heard the uh, rumors, the stats that he doesn't do well in primetime. And he said, okay, okay, guess what? I'm going to have a, a career game. He had three or Three touchdowns, one interception, 299 yards, and he went 30 for 37. Mac Jones also suddenly appeared back. He was like, uh, yeah, everyone's talking about this Bailey Zappi guy. Yeah, no, I'm the quarterback of the New England Patriots. And uh, he went 28 for 39 and 382 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. And, oh, boy, at the end, he was the score was 26 to 33, so – they had like two seconds left at the end, but he was still fighting. He fought to the end, and his receiver made a mistake, and he threw his helmet down. He had passion, man. He had grit. He still went and shook hands with Kirk Cousins. Respect for that. Shout out to Mac Jones for doing that. But in my opinion, that was the best game of the day. Like, oh, my gosh. It seemed one team would score, and then the next team would go down and score. Then it was just going back and forth all day, all, all night on Thursday Night Football which was all the logos were Sunday night football, but that was interesting. It was on Thursday night, though. Thursday night football. And I enjoyed that game so much. I enjoyed watching it. It was so much fun to see Kirk Cousins just rifling it, seeing Mac Jones just rifling it, watching Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson threw a pass, and it was a great pass. Um, Adam Thielen had a great catch. Justin Jefferson had some one-handed catches. It was like... 
they were just decided, no, we're not going to catch with both hands anymore. There was uh, some questions about whether Hunter Henry got a touchdown or not, but we're, we're not going to talk about that. Um, I, I'm kind of all in on the Vikings now on the NFC side, Vikings or 49ers. Cause the Vikings really show that they have it all. They've got Justin Jefferson who might now be the best wide receiver in the NFL. The way he was playing last night, if he keeps that up, definitely going to be that guy. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he's got that swagger. He's playing. He's, he's heard all the rumors. He's heard all the reports about how he can't do it, how he's not a playoff guy. He's got the third most wins in Viking history, though. So uh, maybe there is something legitimate to him. Maybe he's going to prove the haters wrong this year. He's going to win the NFC North, though, that's for sure. And uh, we'll see how he does in the playoffs. Second thing, I did not know this, but Kevin O'Connell, the first-year head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, was drafted as a quarterback by Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. So this game was a chess match on multiple angles because Bill was teaching Kevin how to play football or uh, how to play it in the NFL, at least. And Kevin knew that, and he knew he'd learned from Bill, and Bill knew that Kevin had learned from him. And so they're kind of seeing what they were going to do. Kevin still has all of Bill's old notes and stuff from the meetings. He said he looked back at those. That, I think that's why this game was so good. It was so fun to watch this kind of mentor-apprentice chess match going on in football because that's what football really is, is it's a chess match. I mean, you come into the game with your game plan and you have your guy, your first drive, you go down, and they don't stop you because they're, they're just kind of looking to see what you're going to do. Then it gets into, okay, well, we're going to throw this at you. We're going to throw that at you. And everything just changes. It becomes a little, it becomes a game inside the game. So the coaches are just mentally battling each other as much as the players are physically battling each other. There's a lot of intellect in this. And that's what was going on last night. And you could tell, you could tell that Bill Belichick was trying to kind of outsmart this guy that he had taught all this stuff. And that guy who he had taught was trying to outsmart him. Ultimately, the apprentice ended up winning with uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings coming out on top. And uh, that kind of got rid of the uh, primetime curse, potentially. Definitely a big game. Lots of people watching. Probably one of the biggest Thursday night football games of the season, if I had to guess, with um, Thanksgiving being uh, around this time, I'm guessing if we go and look at the Nielsen ratings for Thursday night football games, this one is probably the highest. If not, it's probably in the top five with Amazon having taken over. This was the easier one to get to. Didn't have to have Amazon Prime. It was right there on TV. Um, definitely the primest of all the primetime games, if I can say that. So, congrats, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. You guys look legit, probably, arguably, I'd say, the best team in the NFC at this present moment. Let's move on and talk about Sunday's games. We got the Texans and the Dolphins. Dolphins are going to win. Um, I don't really have anything to say about the Texans. They're benching Davis Mills. D Damian Pierce might have a good game. Dolphins are going to win. They're going to Tyreek and Tua and 
Jalen Waddle, they're going to go off, I'm sure. Mike McDaniels is going to have another phenomenal press conference that we'll get to laugh about because he's a great coach. He's a great at working the media. Bengals-Titans, this game has me a bit worried, but Bengals are coming off a win against the Steelers. And we've beat the Titans before, twice now, I think, in Joe Burrow's uh, tenor. And we're relatively healthy. There's rumors that Uno, Jamar Chase, could come back. So if he comes back, that's huge for us. The Titans, though, they they don't really have a passing game anymore because they traded away Mr. A.J. Brown over to the Philadelphia Eagles. And they had A.J. Brown when we beat them. So um, we need to keep Joe Burrow from getting sacked nine times, though. He did that in the playoffs. We beat them when he was sacked nine times. Don't want to do that again. You just don't want the quarterback getting hit that much. So that's a big one. Protecting Joe Burrow, hopefully getting Jamar Chase back, and stopping Derrick Henry. But I'm convinced we can do that. Broncos, Panthers, both of these teams are horrible. Um, I See, I don't look at these ahead of time because I want to want you to get my honest opinion, and I don't want to think about it too much. Uh, oh, Sam Darnold's starting for the Panthers, so I'm going to go Broncos. And, but I think it's going to be a super boring game. But Sam Darnold is starting for the Panthers. I think Russell Wilson and the Broncos will somehow win that game. Bears-Jets. Mike White's starting for the Jets. Uh, let's go Bears. Let's go Bears. Even though Mike White has beat the Bengals before, I know he's capable of winning. I'm way too aware of the fact that he's capable of winning. But I'm going to go Bears. Falcons-Commanders. I am going to go Commanders. Taylor Heineke is... A guy, um, and I'm not really sure Marcus Mariota is a guy. I think that the Commanders also have a better run game at this point than the Falcons because they have multiple running backs, whereas the Falcons' entire offense is on the back of Cordero Patterson, even though it kind of seems like he's okay with that. But we'll see. Buccaneers, Browns. Tom Brady's been on a hot streak. He's dangerous when he's on a hot streak. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is iffy. Um, I'm going to go Buccaneers. They've just got a better team, and they should be winning. Like, this shouldn't even be a question. It shouldn't be a question of whether the Buccaneers or the Browns are going to win, but just everything that's been going on with Tom Brady, it, it has become a question. There haven't been a super great team. Yeah, but I'm still going to take the Buccaneers. It, moving on. Ravens, Jaguars, Ravens. Ravens are going to win that game. Lamar has had an illness, but I don't think that's going to be an issue. I'd rather the Jaguars win, but I have to be honest with myself. So we're going to have to go Raiders or Ravens. The next game is the Raiders and the Seahawks. Uh, Raiders, Seahawks. Let's go Seahawks. Geno Smith has been on a uh, quest for revenge against every team that gave up on him. And the Las Vegas Raiders have been on a quest to lose I think because Devontae Adams is the only wide receiver left um Derek Carr's playing like Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels appears to only be able to be an offensive coordinator and should not have been made the head coach for the uh, Raiders but hey maybe he's learning maybe he's wrong he's doing better than I would do I'll give him that so but at the NFL level it's been a struggle Chargers Cardinals This is another one. Both of these teams should be so much better than what they are. The L.A. Chargers, let's see. We have Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. I think Keenan Allen's back. Joey Bosa's probably still out, but they've still got Drew Tranquil, who's stepped up. Um, 
I don't think Kyler Murray's playing, so we're going to go Chargers. Um, but could be a close game. Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat, and he needs some wins. Saints 49ers, we already know. I'm going 49ers on that one because Jimmy G has been good to me in the bets. Um, I love their team now. CMC has been good to me in fantasy. We're going 49ers. Rams, Chiefs, definitely the Chiefs. Rams aren't even starting their uh, number one quarterback, Matt Stafford. They're starting, I think his name's Bryce Perkins, and I feel like the Chiefs defense is going to have some fun with that. And Andy Reid's definitely going to have fun on offense. Uh, Sunday night football, Packers versus the Eagles. That's the Eagles. Um, I I just don't – well, you know, Christian Watson's kind of been taking off here. But that Eagles defense is something scary. So I'm going to go Eagles. I'm going to go Eagles. I don't think that Rodgers and Watson and Jones, I don't think that's a three-headed monster that can really take down the Eagles at this point. Um, Steelers versus Colts, Monday night football. I'm going to go with the home team, with my home team. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan's got something to prove. Uh, Jeff Sunday, Jeff Saturday isn't going to be Jeff Sunday. He's going to be Jeff Monday on Monday Night Football. That's what's going to happen. He's 1-1 one one as a coach. He's got to get back up to the green. He's going to go 2-1, and one, and he's going to prove, hey, I don't have the coaching experience. I might have only coached a high school football team. But you know what? I'm going to prove you all wrong. I am about to dominate here in Indianapolis, and he's going to take down the Steelers, which the Bengals already took him down once. So TJ Watt might have some fun with Matt Ryan and obliterating him, but I'm not too worried about that. I think Colts win that game. Uh, let me know what your picks are through Instagram or Twitter or whatever, however you want to tell me. You can email me. Email me your picks if you want. But – that we've got some good games this week. Um, probably the 49ers Saints one will be interesting. The Bengals Titans will be good. A lot of the best games are yesterday on Thanksgiving, which was good because they're all in primetime and we've had some crappy primetime games this season. But I think that's going to be all for today. The other shows have been a bit longer, so this one's going to be a bit shorter. See, it works out. Uh, thank you all for listening, and I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, shout out to Carroll High School, who is going to state in Indiana here. Carroll High School, Fort Wayne, um, going to the game at Lucas Oil Stadium. So hopefully you boys uh, win. Going to be down there in a few hours to watch that game. Super excited, and it's been really fun to watch that game. And uh, hashtag Owen Strong. And I'll see you all on Monday. Chuss promised he was going to be here. So you guys have that to look forward to. You don't have to just listen to me. Everyone have a great weekend. If you enjoyed today's show, if you learned anything from today's show, I would appreciate it if you gave me a follow on Instagram, nobuts underscore show, or on uh, Twitter, josh underscore butts underscore 2001. Yes, I made it in middle school. Please do not judge me. Also, on uh, email, if you have any questions, want to learn anything, want me to talk about anything, just uh, shoot us an email at bullmoosepodcast, then the number two at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening to the show. Please share it, like, follow, subscribe, do all the things. And I'll see you for our next episode.
Until then, everyone be nice to one another and go do something nice for someone.